No one move, Martha finally murmured, breaking the chain and getting up from her chair. I'll relight the candles. She slowly put a match to one candle after another. Abigail looked around at the other people at the table. Glinda's face, softened by the faint illumination in the room, was blank. Her eyes, now open, frightened, were looking intently at something on the other side of the room. She started to rise from her seat. That's when things became even spookier. The candles were snuffed out as quickly as they were lit, and a globe of light at least four feet across began to materialize above the table below the hanging counterfeit ghost. All eyes moved upwards. Everyone ceased talking. There was something, or someone, swirling around in the center of the globe's mist. It wasn't quite a face, but it was human-looking. The eyes, glowing, captured everyone's attention. Abigail and the others merely stared, their mouths open. Glinda seemed to awaken, and from her lips the words came, Myrtle, you are in danger. They've found you. Yet the voice wasn't the psychic's voice. It was a young woman's voice, unemotional, flat, chilling. Bedelia, Myrtle wailed. It's a Bedelia. Even after all these years, I'd recognize her voice anywhere. I'm sorry I left you. I didn't know you were still alive. I'm sorry. I forgave you long ago. You didn't know. I am the one who is sorry. It's all my fault. I never should have trusted them. They were liars. Always liars. The voice continued. Now, listen. Get rid of it. Destroy it. They know you've brought it back into the world. They've sensed it, and they are coming for you. For it. Who? Myrtle pressed. Them. Nothing after that. Everyone waited, holding their breath. Nothing. More minutes went by. Still nothing. Then a distraught, inhuman cry. A long moan. Bedelia! Myrtle broke the silence. What became of you after we left? I lived. I bore a child. When she was old enough, I sent her far away and told her to hide. I died at their hands while trying to escape, but my child lived and finished her life in the light. A child? That's good. I'm sorry for the rest. Myrtle's voice was unsteady. Have you seen Evelyn? Do you know what's happened to her? The ball of light had dwindled to the size of a baseball, but abruptly flared brighter. Another voice came through Glinda's lips, an old lady's voice. Evelyn's voice. Don't worry about me, sister. I'm at peace. I'm with Bedelia. You can stop looking for me now. Protect yourself and live your life. Take care of my animals. I will see you someday soon. Don't let them get you. Evelyn, don't go. What happened to you? Who took you? Evelyn, Myrtle screamed. Please don't go. The ghost didn't say anything else. There was only silence. Glinda's head fell onto her chest as if she'd gone to sleep. The glowing orb merged into the dark, and all the whispers and strange noises went with it. The fire in the hearth reignited on its own. No one had gone near it. Everyone at the table stared at Glinda. She raised her hands and bowed her head. 
That's all. I think the spirits have gone. For now, anyway. The psychic seemed exhausted, her face drained of color and her eyelids heavy. Her hands propped up her head and she shut her eyes. Martha switched on the lights. Well, Samantha announced, this is turning out to be quite a Halloween. A blizzard, seances, orbs of weird light floating around, and Evelyn's ghost. Who's Bedelia? the newspaper woman asked Myrtle. Myrtle hesitated and said, Someone I once knew a very long time ago. Abigail had taken note when Myrtle had spoken to the first spirit she'd only said her name and not who she'd been to her. Not going to tell me, huh? Samantha again. Myrtle stayed quiet, but it was obvious she wasn't going to answer. Well, I'm going to get a story out of this seance, Samantha declared. No one will believe it, but I'm going to write it anyway.